Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Hey everyone, welcome to Emotion Monday. Just trying to get my stuff together. Um, It's been a couple weeks since the last time that I got on here, spoke with you guys. Started a little later today, had to um, do a few things, but I'm here. (laughs) So welcome, just wanted to get on real quick. Let me go ahead and just add this banner on here. Thank you to my podcast listeners. for listening once again, for tuning in live once again. I'm trying something new. Um, I didn't even get a chance to do my uh, little preview video for Instagram because now what streaming thing that I'm using, you I can go live on Instagram now. So I'm excited. Don't have to use two devices anymore. That's the reason why I didn't go on Instagram. So, But I do advertise on Instagram, right? So... You know, I'm glad that that they added that feature. I'm so glad that everybody is upgrading, you know, their things and uh, allowing things to be more accessible, right? So welcome, welcome, welcome. Go ahead and go and get my disclaimer. Welcome to Emotion Monday. If it is your first time coming in, usually I'm on at six o'clock, but today was a little later. Um, If it's your first time, Emotion is a play on words. Emotion Monday is E is electronic. Motion is movement. Uh, God gave me this assignment. He gave me um, permission to do this podcast because he has given me so much wisdom to share with you guys. I call them Jesus nuggets. So if it's your first time here, um, there are a lot of things that I deal with. I always say I deal with the elephant in the room. Um, I do have my, I wonder why my I'm just so discombobulated today. Um, I usually have my symbol somewhere on here. That's not the right one. There it is. The elephant in the room. That's what I deal with. <laughs> um, and it's usually, I mean, sometimes it's a hard word. Sometimes it's an uplifting, inspirational word. But all of it is inspirational, right? God, sometimes through the even the harshness of some words, um, you know, he does, it does bring up upliftment to those that believe gives them direction. So, you know, I'm blessed that he gives me something to say, um, almost every week and even in between with my thought of the day. So if you guys, um, this does stream, like I said, now it's on Instagram. I have that option to go live on Instagram. Um, it does stream live on my YouTube channel, which is the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. 
and it does stream live on my Facebook group, which is the same name, um, the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. So very easy, very streamlined. You can look me up in the same name. It's under the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. And I don't only just go live and you can hear me online. Um, I actually do have a podcast that, you know, if you guys are any are podcasters, you listen to podcasts, you can go on um, Apple, um, YouTube, or not, uh, Apple, YouTube does actually have a podcast. Um, Apple, Google, it's so many, Pandora, um, Amazon Music, just type in the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. You can listen while you're in the car, because after I get off of here, I usually upload it. And literally, this podcast is accessed by um, a lot of people all over the world. So I'm so excited that I can be in different places without actually being on the, you know, on the soil. You know, it's pretty cool. So, hey, hey. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So I love it, right? That I just want people to get Jesus. That's the whole point of it. I just want people to get Jesus, right? I do the plan of salvation every time after I do my um, podcast. And it's just amazing. You know, you never know who you will touch or who you're bringing Jesus to, right? So we're going to go ahead and get started. I won't be on here too long. I am starting a little later today. Like I said, I had some things to do. Um, and we're going to talk about wasted talent. You know, I, I'm good now. I, I had to put a list of what I'm going to be talking about within the next couple of weeks. You know, I have a um, when I plan, you know, I'll look at my weeks and I'll ask God, OK, what day you want me to talk about? Whatever. So he'll give me topics to talk about, which is, you know, pretty amazing. Um, and none none of them repeat themselves. That is the most thing I've been doing this podcast for a couple of years and no title has repeated itself. And I'm like, wow, God, you give me a lot to talk about. So I won't prolong it any longer. Let the healing begin. That's the hashtag um, for the Psalms of my emotions. So we're going to talk about wasted talent for a little bit. Wasted talent. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie called A Bronx Tale. Um, it's, it's not old, old, but it's one of my favorite movies. I almost, um, was going to upload a, a clip, right? I was going to upload, upload a clip of, of some of the movie. And it's because a line was in there was talking about wasted talent. And, um, you guys got to see it though. It's still a timely, you know, good movie. And like I said, it's called A Bronx Tale. So in the movie, um, there's this um, kid. It's a it's a coming of age movie. Um, there's this kid. He grew up in a um, you know just had kind of like a tough, a rough spot in New York. Um, his parents are hardworking. His father drives a bus, and you know as he's growing up, he's looking at these um, you know gangsters right that uh, have a bar you know where he lives, and he's you know him and his friends always kind of idolize you know, how these, how cool these gangsters are, right? They watch them or whatever. So anyways, um, the father always likes to impart little bits of wisdom that actually the kid does take with him 
you know, during his life trials, he'll be like, I remember my father always told me this. I remember my father always taught me that. So one of the things that he taught him was on a bus ride. Um, you know, the kid went on the bus ride with his father and the, and I'm going to read the line specifically what it says. And, you know, the father was telling the kid, you know, he was telling him, you know, his name was Kalodro or C, you know, they kind of shortened his name. He was telling him that, the, you know, he could be whatever he want. And the kid was like, well, can I play baseball? And he was like, you can be whatever you want. He said, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. He said, and the choices that you make will shape your life forever. Right. I'll read it again. You know, he said, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. And the choices that you make will shape your life forever. Right. This will shape your choices will shape your life. That is one thing that I remember that my mother would always say is that life is about choices. Right. And she would say it so much. Life is about choices. Life is about choices. And as you know, I got older and in hindsight, you know, you really it, it digs deep to really know what that means, that life is all about choices. Your life is what is made up of your choices. It's a culmination of choices that you make. So, you know, God gives us, you know, there's this debate, you know, with free will and everything, but God gives us choices. We have choices to make to decide what kind, because I believe God gives us so many paths, <laughs> but he allows us to, but they're all planned. For me, it's like they're, they're different paths, but they're all planned, but we got to choose which one we're going to choose, we're going to go by, right? I don't know. That's my thing. And that's what I believe. So, you know, life is about choices. So, you know, he said, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent and the choices that you make will shape your life forever. So what I wanted to bring up tonight, um, you know, are the importance of talent. And you guys know, I got to get to this Bible because, <laughs> you know, it talks about talents. It has a parable in the Bible where it talks about, um, you know, uh, Jesus has a parable where it's what happens, what you do with what God gives you, right? Um, he wants you to use everything that he gives you, whether it be small, whether it be many, whether it be big, God wants you to use everything that he gives you. There is nothing in you that will not be used. Everything, what makes you you, everything that he puts in you should be of use. So those that are multi-talented in a lot of things or multi-gifted, you are destined to use all of that. There should be no gift in you that is not used. <laughs> and so I would say for me, example, it's so many things that I know how to do. And sometimes the hardest thing is what to use first, what to do first, what to focus on first. You know, I'm very creative. Um, I like to write, you know, um, I like to help people, encourage, you know, but for some, I love that God knows how to put it all together. Like I said, all the experiences that I've been through, everything that I've done and probably didn't understand now is coming into full circle. I know why I have the things that I have. I know why I have the talents that he's given me, right? 
because he doesn't want it like i said he doesn't want anything to go to waste anything that you know how to do he does not want it to go to waste if you know how to cook and let's say now you're working in the medical field you there's a way for you to use that somewhere right there's a way he's gonna it, it may come in time but you're supposed to use it it could be for your family it could be for a business but you're supposed to use it right you're not supposed to hide it you're not supposed to hold on to it you're supposed to use it in some kind of capacity so you know like i said you know we all are born here with these talents right so you know let me get into the scripture first to bring some texture to this so uh the scripture um that where it talks about the parables with the talents is in matthew 25 and it's uh, verses 14 through 30. And I'm going to read to make it easier in the uh, New Living Translation version. That, look, that King James will tear you up, right? So it's the parable of the three servants. And basically what it is, is that um, in a nutshell, and I'm going to read it as well. Um, it's a tales of a master who was leaving his house to travel and before leaving entrusted his property to his servants. What does this even sound like, right? To me, it just sounds like, you know, um, when uh, Jesus left, right? And before he left, you know, he, he, he gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit, right? You know, to his disciples, right? So then that, you know, you have power, you can use it. You're supposed to use it, right? You're supposed to activate this. <laughs> so let me go ahead and read the scripture. This is what I was getting when I was kind of reading through this. So like I said, it's Matthew 25, 14 through 30. Um, it says, again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. So let me put a caveat and stop right there. You know, sometimes we can get so lost and um, unfocused and wanting something that someone else has when you may not even be built to even be able to carry that, right? So we have to know that God knows what he's doing when he's giving us, you know, these these talents, these things to carry, right? It's according to our abilities. So it's important to even just get with God, you know, and know what your abilities are. Like I always say, I know my lane. I know, I know, I know that ain't my grace, right? <laughs> I know my lane. I'm not one trying to put my hands in everything. I'm one not trying to do everything. I know my ability and it's all right. It's not proclaiming weakness of any sort. It's just knowing your lane. It's just knowing how God has made you, right? So, you know, again, he divided it in proportion to their abilities. Then he left on his trip. So he's trusting. He's looking to see, okay, let's see what they're going to do with what I gave them, right? So verse 16 says, the servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earn five more. So look. He was working it right working what he what he received um 
the servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. So it increases, right? What God gives you could be so small in the beginning, but it increases, right? Over time, the more you use it, the more you, you get, the more it's added to your gift, right? The more you'll get more and then you'll, you'll get more fruit from it, right? It's just like you plant more, it, you'll get more fruit from it, right? So the servant with the two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. It's so much even in this. But the servant who received the one bag dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. So first and foremost, the master gave that person the talent, but it never belonged to them in the first place. What God gives you doesn't mean you have the right to do whatever you want with it. You, There are instructions attached to what God gives you to use, right? You can't say my gift is my gift and I'm going to do whatever I want with it, right? Like let's say you have a gift of singing. God tells you specifically what the singing is, singing is assigned for. You can't say oh, well, I know how to do this, so I'm going to sing wherever I want or I'm going to do this wherever I want. God has a destination and a place. He has an assignment attached to your talent. He has an assignment attached to your gift, right? So this one, because I believe on uh, the servant that had the one, he feels like I just have just this. So I might as well keep it and just hoard it, right? Because I don't have maybe as many as the other ones have, but there's this one that I'm just going to keep a secret. I'm just going to I'm just going to keep it to myself because what if I lose it, right? What if I don't what if I lose it? And I'm going to go into that that question. You know, we're going to dig into some questioning when I get done reading it. So at, so verse 19 is after a long time their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you give me, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now we'll give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. So the second one. The one that had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest. I've earned two more. The master said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now we'll give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. So same thing, right? Then the servant with the one bag of silver came and said, Master, I know you were a harsh man harvesting crops. You didn't plant and gathering crops. You didn't cultivate. I was afraid. I would lose your money. <laughs> so I hid it in the earth. Look, here's your money back. See, you think you're doing a good thing, right? You think you're doing a good thing. You think you're doing, um, you know, sometimes we could just be so uh, protective of a thing, but not knowing that it could be hidden under a disguise of fear or, or, or something that we're dealing with, with why we're not using what God has given us. So it says, but the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. 
If you knew I harvested crops and didn't plan to gather crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the 10 bags of silver. To those who, who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Listen, it is so much in that parable, right? You know that sometimes we think that we're being, it's that sense of sometimes that that hu false humility, right? That, you know, oh, I'm going to guard, you know, my gift. I'm going to, but God wants you to use it, right? No matter the circumstances, right? So I wanted to even just bring that up. What are factors that cause you to waste your talent, right? What are factors, you know, so I wrote down some, of course, it's fear. You know, I touched on that a little bit. It's fear. And that comes from you're scared. Maybe you feel like the one gift that you have, you see nobody else doing it, right? Um, you never see nothing like it. You don't want to use it because you, you you haven't seen it. You don't know how to model it. You don't know how to put it together, but God wants you to use it. He wants you even to consult with him. Look, I'm having a time with this hair wrap. He wants you to consult with him to, to figure out what to do with it. But sometimes we're just so scared to just step out. And then when we think that, okay, our gift is our gift and we can hold on to it. As you know, I read in the scripture, God is by his right, because it's not even yours at the end of the day, can take it away from you and put it on somebody else. Not that they are even lacking, right? And in, in, in gifts and talents. But, you know, now he's going to put this on top of somebody else. You know, even just saying that now, that just reminds me of family. You know, like there might be things in your family generationally that, you know, let's say like your mother or your father or whoever in your family was supposed to do it. God already had something for you to do, but because they didn't do it, now it gets passed down to you. Now, you have to do it. Now you're getting the talents, right? You're getting what they didn't do because it got taken away from them because they didn't use it. They tried to maybe, whatever the reason is, right? It could be out of fear, right? And another point is identity crisis, right? We may not use the, the talent that we're, we, how we're supposed to use it because of identity. We don't know who we are, Right? We don't know what what God, we can't see ourselves through the lens of how Jesus sees us, right? We, we can't see ourselves. So how are we going to use what God gives us if we haven't even seen how God see, see us using it, if that makes any sense? You know, God works from the end to the beginning, not from the beginning to the end, right? So he already seen us work our gift. He's already seen us with these talents in motion. So we're going to him saying, well, this ain't going to work. I'm going to hide it. I'm going to keep it to myself. And he's telling you, I've seen you work it. I've seen this in motion. Why don't you believe me and just walk it out? That's good. I like that. That's, that's good. He's seen it in motion. So why don't we believe him, right? We don't know our identity because we haven't gotten to that space. 
you know, with God. And like I said, my pastor, he had preached that real good yesterday. <laughs> you know, you'll know who you are when you get a revelation of Jesus. You get a revelation of Jesus, you'll get a revelation of yourself, right? So you wouldn't know with what he what to do with what he's giving you. And another thing is that you have to be careful since we are brought here with gifts and talents. The devil will try to 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 intercede in that and try to have you use your gift and your talents before you come into a recognition of what is supposed to be used for the kingdom. Right? Like I can remember when I uh you know came to came to Christ for real. You know how people say, I got saved for real, for real. I can say in hindsight, you know, that the, the, you know, the enemy had plans for my life. I always say that I'm not, you know, embarrassed to say anything, you know, he had plans for, um, my ability to communicate, right. My ability to persuade my ability to argue a point. He had plans for that. He had plans to have me, you know, manipulate people. Have me, you know, I mean, put me at the highest point that he could put me at in, a, in an effort to just kind of just turn people away, manipulate people, you know, bring them into that that witchcraft, right? You know, because of the talent that God has given me. And you have to be careful. If you don't know your identity, and you have these talents, and especially if you are using them in the wrong way, they can easily become perverted. You know, God can, I mean, the enemy can pervert the, the gift. How, what you're, what, what you have in you can be easily perverted, right? So another factor that could cause you to waste your talent is doubt. Sometimes your talent and your gifting could be so big, right? You see, you know, it, it, it takes so much responsibility. You doubt in yourself because you're looking at yourself from a human lens. You doubt in yourself that you can even do it. I can't do that. That's too much work. You know, I can't see myself doing that. How am I going to be able to do that? I haven't had any training. I don't know how to do that, right? <laughs> you know, we, we you doubt yourself. So another, another factor, and it's the last one that will cause you to waste your talent. It's not partnering with the Holy Spirit, right? You have these talents that sometimes can be only recognized if you, it's, it's, it's spiritual. Your instructions are downloaded in the spirit, right? It's like, you literally have to just really get in the space with God, worship, prayer, whatever it is to know how to operate, to download this operation manual, right? So you guys, <laughs> like I said, I wasn't going to be here too long, you know, but this is a revelation that God was giving me and something he wanted me to release to you guys, you know, that this is not the time to waste talent. This is not the time to waste or to sit on what God has given you. Um, I said it, many times before that the world is getting dark right and what god gives you is always to produce light right it's always um to increase your light you know because it needs it's needed to battle off darkness it's needed to train people how to be the light in this world you know we need more light it is getting so dark and we we have so many people still wrestling with their purpose 
still, you know, using these factors with fear, doubt, identity crisis, you know, not even getting in touch with the Holy Spirit or not being filled with the Holy Spirit. So, you know, you're, you're going to feel like you're wandering in the dark, right? You have no direction because you don't know and haven't encountered the light that you have within you. And that's what becomes wasted talent. You don't want to, the day where it's time for you to meet God and he goes and tells you, what did you do with what I gave you? Right? Don't say that you kept it safe for my sake, you know, using false humility. Just say, you know, you, did, you, you didn't want to use it, you know? And then now I have to give that to somebody else. I had to give that to somebody else because sometimes, and that's the scary part, Sometimes you don't even know when that's taken off of you and put on somebody else, right? Whatever God gives you is purposeful, is for purpose, right? I'm saying wasted talent. And he just wanted me to, to, to kind of reiterate that with you guys. Like I said, with what the, the boy, you know, the, the man, the father said in the movie, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. And there was scripture, Matthew 25, 14 through 30, that proved that that's the worst thing that you could do is waste talent, even to the point where it says, basically, like, you're being lazy, you're keeping it, you're no use, I'm going to throw you somewhere, right? I'm going to, I'm going to throw you somewhere because you're, you're, you're not using what I, you're not using what you're, you're not operating what I purposed you to do. God is all about purpose. That's why crying Throwing fits, doing all of that stuff moves nothing for God. You know, he's not concerned about our emotions, how we feel about things. He's not concerned about it. He just, it's like, we're, we're the vessels, we're the tools. He wants us to be able to be ready for him to pick up. Yes, he loves us, but he has use for us. He wants to be able to pick us up like a tool and be sharp and ready to be used right? Because the enemy is out there. There's things that's going on in this world and we have no time for to waste our talents. We have to use what God has given us. If you don't remember anything that I've, I've said in this live tonight is that we don't have no time to waste, right? God needs all of these talents. He needs every single thing. I don't care what it is. Every single thing that God has given you it's needed in this hour. Like I would say, like I said, there's so much things that I could do. I can write, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm just artistic. There's so many things that I, I, I just love clothes. I love, you know, whatever. I love to design things. I'm a, um, I'm a, a good administrator, you know, I'm just good at just keeping things in order. And I just love it how God put that all together, right? I never could imagine, you know, there was a time where, you know, I went and got my uh, media, radio, TV, television, you know, degree, journalism, and I just wanted to write. And I, I, I remember just like, what am I doing in, in this class? You know, I'm in production class. I'm in my TV, radio production classes and it was so hard and i'm just like this this is not even something that i want to do god why do you have me in this class and you know i'm like i just want to write i just want to you know maybe write shows maybe write plays 
right? I don't want to know how to do all that camera stuff and, you know, whatever. But I found out that, you know, I was really good at it. I was really good at capturing moments. I was really good. You know, um, I've always liked to write, um, I mean, take pictures and things. Um, but, and then it came to, I mean, it's so much, it's so much, but don't take all of that God has put in you. Just know he wants to use it and he wants to use it in a major way. That's all I got to say. Don't waste your talents. So I told you guys, this won't be on, um, um, too long because I got on here later. So I don't want to be on here late. Um, but as always, I have to do the plan of salvation. Share this with anyone that may need this. Um, because like I said, we're in an hour where we can't waste any talents. Anything that God has given you, don't waste it. Be brave enough to use it. Be brave enough to whatever it is. It's, it's, this is not the time to cower down, to back down, to be scared. You know, of anything that God has given you. So, um, like I said, let me go ahead and get this plan of salvation. You guys know, because I promise God, you know, anytime that I talk about you, I'm going to offer you, right? I'm going to offer a chance, you know, for somebody to know you if they don't know you or want to reconnect with you, right? So um, it says that, and this is Romans, let me get this banner off. Romans 10 and 9, that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. This is the remedy and the recipe to come into Jesus. You know, you have to confess it with your mouth and not just confess it out of, I'm just going to say it and see what happens. This comes from your heart, right? This is you believing that, you know, that God had his son come on this earth and die and he rose on the third day, right? Left, left and gave us a spirit. And you believe that, you know, all that you've done, if you accept him, that all that you've done, God doesn't want you. Let me tell you. God doesn't want you to come perfect before him. However you are, you know, God will deal with you. But when you have him, that just, hey, you're in a safe place, right? If you accept him in your heart, knowing, giving him permission, right? That giving him permission to enter your heart, giving him permission to work on you. That's what you're doing. And it's safety in that. And, and accepting him. And if you are just even rededicating, you might have fell all the way off. <laughs> Still, you can repeat that. Find you a local church, you know, to continue to get educated on, you know, the Bible and to know about God, right? So that, I mean, I'm a product of it. Went to church, went to church hungry, wanted the word of God, wanting it so bad. You know, I went to Sunday school, I went to Bible study, you know, um, took took the word home, studied it in so much. I got so engulfed with it that, you know, man, I'm telling you, it'll change your life. But anyways, I thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, one more thing. Uh, tomorrow, I'm having an unveiling and an unboxing of E210. Um, I've been wearing Nevertheless, the Nevertheless, Nevertheless Collection. For um, E210, I'll explain about the brand. I'll explain about the line all tomorrow. But if you guys have been seeing me wear these shirts, this is my 
collection off of the collection or one of the collections i'm going to start uh for each of 10 it's definitely god ordained um god uh you know especially this launch date and when he wants me to do it was so god you know um like i said i'll explain tomorrow but just to give you guys a gist of it it was in a dream it was in a dream um not the whole creation of it but the launch of it you know god showed me in a dream and it was so immediate he said do it you know gave me the date showed me what to launch and it's here so um uh, the website is there but it's not actually no pro there isn't any products on this e210apparel.com but like i said i'm gonna do unveiling and an unboxing tomorrow um this weather is messing up my stuff you know because i ordered things and you know waiting on it because i want to do a live an unveiling and unboxing and a story time you know for e210 creative athlete leisure wear that's the uh yes yes i can see you <laughs> but i can't see exactly who it is but i can see you but so I'm going to go ahead and that's it. If you're just jumping on, you have to catch the replay. But again, I will be live to do uh, next tomorrow to do. I hope so. I hope my stuff is here tomorrow. Uh, the unboxing and unveiling. This is, you know, I've been wearing the shirts, but the actual line that I'm launching is e210apparel.com. But it is. E210 Creative Athleisure Wear. That's the name of the company. And the collection is never the Nevertheless Collection. So see you guys. I will see you tomorrow. I'm so excited. Um, I think I'm going to do it at 7 tomorrow. I think I'm going to start later tomorrow to do that. All right. So I'll see you guys later.